I'm Austin Kiergaard, and the Perform Right Podcast starts now. What's up, everybody? How's it going, everybody? Here with my great friend, Austin Kiergaard. Thanks for having me. We had a pretty cool hunt last weekend. We We actually... Uh, we're, we did the same hunt with you back in July. Yep. You drew a prairie elk tag, mm-hmm. um, which is an early season tag. It starts in mid-July, and it goes until the end of August. Yep. Now, we did it in July. We didn't have a whole lot of luck. We saw one little bull. We did, yeah, right and away. We went back here on the last several days of the season. So, awesome. Why don't, we, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience? This is your first elk hunt. It was my first elk hunt, um, and I actually uh, treated it with uh, different than other hunts in the aspect of I knew we were going to do a lot more hiking than we normally do. We do quite mm-hmm. a bit of hiking anyways, but I just knew it was going to be different. So, And every year I purposely try to improve my life, especially with being on Rundangun, because what we do is more than just... Um, a traditional hunt, I like to think. I think we put ourselves through a lot more physical demands because A, we both enjoy it, and B, we're physical right. to people, so that's why. So I, I trained mentally and physically a little bit different for it, um, and and so I was really excited, um, especially, too, when we got to play with the uh, run-to-gun signature series rifle. Oh, um, <laughs> just after playing with that some more and just feeling locked in, I was feeling really confident um, going into the elk hunt. Yeah. So. And so we had, you know, five total days of hunting. Yep. And uh, the last, again, the last two days of the season, we went out and we basically went to a spot where I had hunted uh, with with Zach last year mm-hmm. yep. and my dad the year before to help them get their first elk yeah. as well. And so you talk about feeling confident. I was feeling confident mm-hmm. going in to that situation as well because we have seen a ton of elk there. Yep. And, you know, we went back on the second trip, and it was replicating our same three days in July. Mm-hmm. We did not see much of anything. No. And all we needed mm-hmm. was one cow. Just one cow. And it was <laughs> motivating when we went out because it was, like, the first day that we went. So the very first – in July when we went out the first time, we saw that bull towards the end. Yep. And we were kind of excited because we saw, you know, a few other things moving around. So we thought more were going to be coming out. and. Then the next day we didn't see anything, and then yeah. we had hopes, and so yeah, it was uh, it was a little different. Yeah, and so you know we come back on that hunt season is now closed. Yep, and come back empty-handed, mm-hmm. and it's very much easy to be like, oh man, totally, we failed that hunt. Yeah, right, right. When in reality, you know, we talked about this when we were out in the field, so had a couple absolutely gorgeous evenings mm-hmm. these last two days when we were out here yes last two days of august we would hike back you know after dark and you know you kind of get a little bit of that twilight um time mm-hmm. where it's actually dark but you still have that little bit of sun flare over the horizon yes. where you get a little bit of that light and so you're out on this prairie which is almost sub black hills but it's still out in the prairie yep and uh big sand hills and it is absolutely gorgeous. It's beautiful. And it just gives you, and again, we talked about some around the field, gives you time to reflect and just kind of think about things. And like Jordan said, it's easy to have the mindset to walk away uh, with a, you know, a failed hunt, so to speak. But really, there's a lot to be gained from it. It was my first elk hunt, so yeah. I gained a lot of experience. 
how we do things a little bit differently versus just going out and doing a yeah, mule yeah. or a whitetail, just the different approaches. Yep. Um, gained a little more experience working with the run to gun signatures gun, which always helps. I don't think you can never know your gun enough. Um, and so, and then got to spend time with great friends. I mean, that's, that's a huge thing that I think people kind of forget because it is awesome to see big things drop on camera oh, it's awesome. and it's yeah. awesome to harvest an animal. Uh, but sometimes, uh, you know, if it doesn't happen, there's still something to be said on, there's still a win that comes it's, out of it. It's a huge win. And, you know, out in the field when we had gotten back to the truck both those nights, we had both kind of sat there and we soaked up that, that view um, you know, at sunset, after sunset, that twilight time, and that after that hike back, when you you know you're sweaty and you got the miles in, yep. And we had both been like, dude, like, yeah, we didn't get anything, but I'm so like that gratefulness, yes, that you get for just having the opportunity to do it, right? You know, it's it, it does it's a big reminder, and I have the same gratefulness when I am able to to kill something, yeah. But yeah. it's like I feel like even more so when I don't. Mm -hmm. And when we don't, it's just, I, I have that, it's, it's even more gratefulness because it's just that reminder because you're looking for, you do look for that reason of like, oh, was this successful or not? Right. You know, you search for that. And so really it's, I don't know if it's just because we're getting older and that the perspective of things is just getting better. Right. Um, with more hunts and the appreciation of just being out there, but just a total gratefulness of getting back to that truck and just, dude, what, what a gorgeous night. I got to be out here. Yep. I got to hike and put on miles. I got to yes. sweat. Yep. I got to tear up my feet, my new boots. <laughs> like, yep. All those little things that, dude, I'm not, it's not my right to have those things. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, yep. it's not my right to be able to hike. Yep. It's not my, you know what I mean? It's not my right to be able to see what I see or Yeah, because it's not that like, we didn't see things. Yeah. I mean, they may not have been out, but we got to see different the, things all move. The scenery, and all the scenery. All the wildlife that was out there that and, was moving. And to I hear mean, it. Like, yeah. It's not our right to be able to hear those things, see mm -hmm. those things, be able to get up into those areas right and so what a great reminder of not taking for granted the those things that god gives us and i think you know? it's easy to because i know people can get tags not every year but i, I I'm, I'm talking about all tags here i mean people go out and they hunt every single year yep okay. you find something to do and yep. you see people again getting their kills every single year but it doesn't always work that way. I mean, I like you said, when I was younger, I would have been super upset if I never came back home with a deer. I'd be... Well, even look back to your muzzleloader hunt back. Was that season two or three? I think it was season three. I think it was season three. Like, yep. Yeah, you were, like, we were super pissed that you yep. didn't get that dumb doe with a muzzleloader. Yeah, I know. You know that like, was okay. a bummer because we found a blood trail, right. found her, and then... yeah. But look at the maturity difference even and just and how far we've come in our own Right. Mentality. We've learned to appreciate appreciate the moment i think that's something that does kind of develop over time the more you hunt or the more experience you gain and, and just in anything and um and again it doesn't happen like you don't get something every single time um i know yeah. recently you had made a post and we had talked because last weekend you went out and you had a deer hunt and you had i think a similar experience correct yeah exactly so you finished up on friday was the last day of your season yep you came back east i stayed out west for another several days mm -hmm. and hunted archery deer and me and Matt had actually found a deer that, hey, this deer is, you know, we'd shoot it with our bow if we got, were given the opportunity. And I found that deer on Saturday, didn't get a, didn't have a stock on him, found him again on, because he was with like eight other bucks. Yep. And then Sunday I found him again and 
he was all by himself bedded up in this area that it was he was in a killable spot, which is huge for mule deer spot right. stock with a bow. They got to be in a good spot to even get in on them. So me and Matthew, you know, camera behind me, we got in on him, got it within shooting range very easily. He was in such a killable spot. Yep. And got there, got my arrow in, was nice and calm, ready to go, got a good range on him, and shot, and my up and down was absolutely perfect. Mm -hmm. And I had missed just to the right, and I literally, like, when I shoot, I never miss to the right. Mm -hmm. I always miss, like, if I, if I shoot a little bit, it's always, like, an inch or two to the left. Gotcha. And so I was like, what the heck? And then I stood up where I shot, because I shot across this little canyon. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't realize how much of a crosswind there was rolling through there. Yep. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, like, didn't allow for the wind. You know, mm -hmm. and like, right away, I knew what I did wrong. Didn't allow for the wind. And easily, like, several years ago, I, I would have just been like, I'd have lost sleep over missing the deer that I wanted yeah. to shoot. And, like, I, I was still, there. don't yep. get me wrong, I was still bummed. Yeah. But I wasn't, like, pissed off. Right. I feel like I failed. It was just one of those, oh, this is what I did wrong. Yep. Totally learned from it. Yeah, there was like, the wind. There and, was a learning. And it was just like, it's this whole new, when I'm down like that, it's this whole new feeling of like, okay, it's like more motivation than ever. Yeah. Now I want to go get a deer. Like I want yes. a deer. And so yes. it's like, you know, at, with that experience, you, you learn, like we talked about flipping the script yeah. back yep. in episode 19 on that, how yes. to respond to failure. You know, I think as you just, you know, the more failures you deal with, failures mm -hmm. you deal with in life, you learn to flip them. And they actually turn into these positivity, these positive moments for you yes. that actually drive you, help you focus, mm -hmm. help you work harder, and help you go back and get the things that you want or go after those things that you want. In this case, we're talking about a deer or yes. an elk. Yep. But in real life, in a real, you know, in, in a life situation, whether it be your career, a goal, yep. a sporting event, you know, whatever that, that situation may be, it just ties right back into, hey, that how you how are you dealing with what you would you know or right. people would view as a failure? Yes, yeah, hundred percent agree. Dude, it's really not. You know, it's like, not, I hey, think that's flipped as a positive. I think that's why you hear the saying, "You'll see more uh, more failures in your life than successes," because I think people uh, struggle with accepting and welcoming that failure, like we did talk about yeah. in that last previous podcast. Um, because if you are learning to accept. Failure, literally, like we're talking about right now, whether it's a deer or an elk, you can find a way where it's going to make you better. If it's going to make you better, you will become a better hunter. Therefore, you'll have less mistakes out in the field, like you said. With the, I can completely imagine that crosswind that you're talking about because when we were hiking for our elk hunt, there were some times where we were hit some lows, and you could feel a complete change in the wind yeah. in those lows. So that's something that I think that's a huge knowledge gain for the next time. You know what I mean? Right. 100% agree. Where most people would say, you know, again, let's take our younger selves. Because I would have been the same way. I would have lost sleep. I would have been super upset that I missed that opportunity. Rather than think, okay, I have more days yeah, I would have to been be like, doing this. Years ago, I would have been like, well, there was my chance. Yep. You yes. Know, that was my chance right there. And, like, dude, it was the second day of season. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's so much more not, time left. Yeah. It's not yeah. that big of a deal. Like, mm -hmm. learn from that situation. Be like, sweet. Experience gained. Yep. This is what I could have done a little different. Should have maybe sat in there, took my time a little bit to read those elements, mm -hmm. to feel what the elements were doing around me. Yep. You know, those little things that, hey, I, I'll know next time going into it. And I know it's not going to be my only chance. Like, yep. it's just not going to be. No. So mm -hmm. it's all right. No, I think that's a, I think it's a really good way of looking at that um, and a very uh, um, 
tangible way of applying our previous talk on how to approach failure. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Great little, you know, how we tie in experiences in our life into, you know, other realms of our lives or your life. Um, it's like we, we like to make things very tangible, mm -hmm. you know, and we use experiences here to help us with experiences over here in our life. Yes. And I hope you guys can do the same when you start learning and, and, and applying these different aspects in your life that you can use anything in your life to learn and apply elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So I hope you can take our first couple hunts of the year and take something from it to help you learn. Thank you for joining in today. Thanks, guys.